So I'm looking for a stat, Josh Helmer, and for some reason I'm struggling to find it. So I'm going to throw it out there to the ref army, Jessica Bame, whoever, see if they can help me. I know there's defensive stats out there somewhere, but I'm just not finding it. Florida State, very aggressive on the base paths, but Oklahoma hasn't allowed a stolen base in the offseason. In the postseason, I guess I should say. No one allows a stolen base in the offseason. It's Let's pretty hope impressive. Not. <laughs> but opponents are just like 8 for 12 against the Sooners in trying to steal bases. And I just – I didn't know how many of those eight came against Kinsey Hansen. And I can't – it's like, well, just look through the first eight, nine games of the season. Yeah, but there's also a few games that, you know, they gave her break. I think Haley Lee started on – on senior day, but I'm just, I'm curious because I think that's a major storyline going into this. And as we welcome you to hour two of the plank show, which our softball updates are brought to you by orthostat online at ouchorthostat.com. Florida state's good, man. This is, this is a collision course game. I mentioned that with Tennessee and after Oklahoma and Florida state played earlier this season, I feel like, Many looked at this as a collision course game. Once Florida State beat Oklahoma State and sent them to the losers, uh, losers bracket, you kind of thought, all right, it's going to be Oklahoma-Florida State in the championship series unless something crazy happens. When you looked on the other side of the bracket. Maybe Tennessee might have something to say about forcing Oklahoma to the bottom part of the bracket, maybe, but they didn't, and it kind of became inevitable that this was the matchup between Oklahoma and Florida State. So with that in mind, I'm starting to dig into a couple of the storylines, and the one that is interesting to me is the stolen base number for Oklahoma. Only giving up eight, which you can look at it. Well, I haven't thrown out four. But, well, it also tells us that teams they're just sim- simply don't try. They're just not doing it. So, and Florida State's season would tell us they're going to try, mm-hmm. right? So what's going to give? Florida State tried to steal home last night. Did you catch that in the game? Yeah. Florida State tried to steal home last night. And and it was originally called safe. It was originally called safe. And they went to the review. And, I mean, it was close, dude. She just got her leg. So, they're a team that's not afraid to run at all. Patty Gasso will meet with the media today at noon along with Grace Lyons, Jada Coleman, and Alyssa Brito. Florida State will meet with the media today at noon 30. Lonnie Alameda, Kat Sandercock, uh, Janai Kerr, Michaela Edenfield, and Mac Leonard. Bringing a whole whole Holy squad smokes. down. Yeah, we're, we're going to have six players at this press conference between the two teams. So that's coming up today at noon. Uh, can I play some audio here? It's, it's a joint press conference? Well, one at noon, one at noon 30. Oh, I'm gotcha. sorry. Yeah, yeah. My, one, at, one after another. My my apologies. That makes more sense. All right, I've got I've got my number. Thank you, so, Jessica. Sometimes for these big events, though, they do do sort of do press conferences like that. But All right, this is your choice. This is Josh Helmer, co-host, man who runs everything. Okay. We've got good texts. We've got good audio. And you got BFC on hold. It's up to you. I got a lot of really good audio. Well, what do you want to play first? Let's let's hear a little audio okay. to, to start this out. I mean, 
there's a part of me that's a little bit nervous because I know what a BFC call is going to bring. <laughs> you know, I, I just – I don't know if I want to do that. It, this really – the text line, of, oh, don't you dare. I don't know. I mean, he's – he has been my sideline reporter. He has. On the, the radio. He has given me all the updates and what Patty tells ESPN. So, I can't really – just ignore his calls then because he is providing a service. Now, I will say, by the way, I, I know BFC can hear me on hold. You would be surprised now. <laughs> Look on my Twitter mentions during a game. You would be surprised now how many people are, are stumping for your role. I mean, there's a lot of people that are helping me out on what Patty's saying in the interviews or things of that nature. It is a very, it's a very, what's the word I'm looking for? Valued role. It's a coveted role. That's absolutely, positively, zero money involved. <laughs> right, yeah. It's, it's a free service. But okay, well, let, let's get to this audio quick. Here was Patty Gasso. We mentioned she's meeting with the media today. Here was her opening statement after the win over Stanford. A battle today for both teams. Very even and just back and forth the whole way. Uh, challenging always at the plate um, with both pitchers are very good. But uh, at the same time, Nicole May had a plan, and she executed it to the T to allow Jordy to come in and ultimately um, pitches Jordy 55 versus 85, which is kind of what we were hoping for, is just to keep the pitch count low on Jordy and work our way through this in case we had to go to that if game. But clean game. Um, exciting game, but a great pitching duel. And just, I think sometimes we, we win a lot and that's fabulous. But sometimes I think we're so used to taking it for granted. And this means a lot. This means a lot to get to the championship game means a lot. It's like reveal. It's real, man. Four straight. It's real. Uh, all right. So T.R.A. Jennings, they walked her. They walked her. Um, wait, hold on. Walk they walked Jada, Jada to Coleman get to, to get to her. Yeah. They walked Jada Coleman to get to her. Mine's still a sieve. And they asked her what went through her mind whenever she got the saw opportunity. They walked Jada, and, and B was kind of preparing for they just intentionally walked someone to get to me. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know they were going to do that to Jada, but, I mean, it kind of didn't really matter to me. I mean, either way, I was going to have to find a way to either get on or help my team as best as I can. But, um, you know, we talk about not being result-oriented, and that's exactly what happened today. I mean, I didn't get the results that I wanted earlier, and so uh, I'm going to step in there and keep on swinging. So it's kind of just what I did and shortened up my swing. Um, I knew I had two strikes, so I was going to battle, but I was going to keep swinging and just do whatever I can to help the team. What you think of that at bat, Josh Helmer? And I'll just – step back and set you up with this. I don't know if I've ever seen Tiare look more overmatched maybe sure. than she had in the previous five at five at bats against uh-huh. Nigeri Kennedy. Well I think I think Nigel Kennedy made one mistake. That's what I think. And it obviously was the the O two pitch that probably should have thrown the rise instead and wasn't uh, what was delivered and hung it up. And Tiare, you make one mistake, it don't matter what the previous five at-bats look like. She's going to groove one out into, uh, into right center, and that's exactly what happened. 405-651-3439, that's the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. The Riverwind Casino jackpot line, 405 329 
Here's one from the 405 real quick before we – oh, Coach T. I met Coach T yesterday. Did I tell you that? I met Coach T. It was one of the greatest moments Legend. of my life. Oh, punch him up. Punch him up real quick. Coach T, it was an honor to finally meet you yesterday. Hey, Chris Blank, you're on my phone forever. Man, <laughs> am I a lucky man. <laughs> Boy, we had a good little uh, soiree of softball fans down there, didn't we? What a fun environment. Yeah, we did. Hey, I had a $20 ticket, and I was sitting in $200 seats the whole weekend. <laughs> oh, you scared me because for a minute. I thought you meant a gambling ticket. Yeah, we got in Section 9, and we were there the whole weekend. God, what was that fun yesterday. I'm going to tell you something, Coach T. I know that there are a faction of every fan base that just want 15, 10 zip, you know, 7 nothing wins, but you can be good old-fashioned, gut-wrenching barn burner like that. I mean, that was really – that was the best game in this World Series. That was the signature moment for this College World Series so far. Yeah, about, uh, about the seventh, eighth inning, I was about ready to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> because it was so hot. And, of course, I took my hat off about a couple of times, and my head looks like a tomato today, but that's all right. But, but uh, man, I'm telling you what, there was, there was moments in that game that just, you know, we just kept leaving people. And, and Patty, I only think, messed up one time as Uh-oh. coach in your state, is when Sanders came up and she didn't get that butt down, they should have had somebody else batting instead of her because she struggled yesterday really mm. bad. Yeah. Yeah. And you know the little redhead that came in, our little freshman. Uh-huh. She really did good yesterday. She did outstanding. Redhead? And I knew as a coach, oh, at the end they were going to watch, watch, watch Coleman yeah. to get to Tara. I knew it's going to happen. Let me ask this one more: Is there ever been a more efficient four pitch? intentional walk than Kennedy had. I'm, I'm not even joking. Usually those are nightmares in softball where a, a catcher's jumping all over the place or a ball's near the plate. Well, you can throw the, you can throw the ball away, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it can happen. Coach T, it made my entire weekend to finally meet you. Have a great rest of the week, buddy. I'm an old fart, aren't I? Nah, you look great. You look great, Coach hey, T. Hey, but I want to tell you one thing. The pitcher from Stanford, I don't ever want to see her again. I hope she, you know, and I hope she never plays OU. But I want to tell you, she made the wrong pitch to Jennings. She should have thrown rice ball, and she threw that curveball. That was a bad mistake. Thanks for the phone call, Coach T. We were talking about that with Leah Amico last night. Name dropping in the softball world, sup? But I asked Leah, I said, what what'd you think of the, the end of the game? Because she was calling it on Westwood One, and I was shifting from our booth to Westwood One. She goes, one of the worst pitch calls I've ever seen. She goes, I, I mean, again, that's an incredible job by T.R.A. Jennings. But how can you not call what Coach C. just said, a rise ball in that situation? That's just – I don't know. It, it, it Pressure of the moment, the fact that you're, you're – game within the game, thinking maybe a little bit too much that, ah, well, I've, I've, I've tossed the rise ball – you know, every single at bat so far, and now we're going to do something different, and it's going to freeze her. And instead, no, it's you. You made the hanging a mistake. <laughs> All right, let's get BFC in here. I'll, I'll I'll wear it. He's right. We take calls. We accept it all. What's going on, BFC? How are you? Hey, I always think about our man, our late great friend Taco, who I know is enjoying this stuff this time of year. You know, maybe rest awesome. in peace. Yeah. Yes, I, uh, I love the guy. I know he's uh, looking down enjoying this, this stuff. So, hey, so when we're behind, as we very seldom are, I always, you know, usually shoot you a text saying I am nude and I'm 3-0 and in comebacks this, this time, this, this season doing that. <laughs> so yesterday, as you can look back on your text, 
I uh, had a little bit different angle. I popped three Viagra in case the coach needed me to come in and pinch hit late in the game. And we came back and won yesterday, too. So, hey, whatever I'm doing this season, it's working so far. So I hope coach is listening. I'm in it for the win this season. So, uh, hey, so one thing that made my stomach a little upset during this uh, World Series so far is I'm looking at this Stanford coach during the series – the worst hair of any softball coach in history, okay? So I'm, I'm glad no one threw a match at her because it would have started a hell of a grease fire. But uh, anyway, I've never, my stomach has never been so upset watching a uh, – and I posted this at Bob from Smet on Twitter yesterday. My stomach has never been so upset watching a, uh, a sporting event since uh, the old uh, breakfast at Wimbledon when they showed a groin shot of Bjorn Borg, okay? I was real, I was, my stomach was so queasy. Old reference. But, uh, Hey, so we have a uh, a heck of a battle coming up. Sandra Cox's going to be pumped up for this thing. She's a crafty veteran. Don't get me wrong. So this thing is not over yet. So I hope everyone out there realizes that. Uh, what do you think? Are they going to start Sandra Cox? I think for the sake of the week ahead of you, Bob from Cement, I think you can take a lot of enjoyment knowing that Sandra Cox will likely get the start on Wednesday. Now, for everyone out there who's a big fan of yours, they if they didn't hear you call the national broadcast, I mean, it's a completely different angle for you where you're not rooting for someone. Right. They can really get, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's cool to hear you do other teams where you're completely doing the game differently, you know. You're not a homer, and uh, it's, it's cool. And DJ is so great. She's gotten so much better. Had she done softball on the air before she started doing it with you? She was a coach. Yeah, I think she I mean, had, and then she went off and coached uh, St. Gregory's, Omaha, had a good run, really good job. Kansas pitching coach, she's got a lot of coaching in her background. What is her plan? Does she plan to get back into coaching? Or is, I, mean, I tell you what, she she can do national broadcast. She I agree. Fabulous. I, I'll tell you what, Bob from Cement, BFC, thanks for the call. Let's end it on a high It's time for me to fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I, okay, I, not bad, not bad. All BFC. things considered, we – Dangerous uh, to start, and then kind of, kind of settle settle our nerves uh, at the end there. You know, there's. Um, I spent most of yesterday morning in fight or flight. I had, I just it was a nerve wracking game. There was an. I, I mean, I texted Nasio. I mean, it's his daughter's twenty first birthday, and here she is struggling. And in the biggest moment of the game, she gets the biggest hit. When they were when she was coming off after the Sooners, you know, took the four to two lead and inning was over, I looked down and it got me a little bit, man. I saw there's Nasio and Mariah and they're just standing behind the nets and the fans are just losing their mind and you know that's proud dad moment in front of thirteen thousand people mm-hmm. at one PM on a Monday. When it when it hadn't gone well before. And it and there's your that's your kin, man. And you're just dadding and rooting and it reminded me of when nine-year-old Emma Plank actually put a ball in play in softball, right? I lost my <laughs> what mind. What a moment. I lost my mind in the middle of Griffin Park back in the day. But, no, I, I just – they're so fun. They're so fun. I, so clutch. Uh, okay. So, you know, it's one thing for the mistake to be made, Plank, but right. it's another thing to capitalize. And they didn't. And they did, and thankfully Stanford didn't, because Stanford had so many opportunities in that game. I'm still curious about the decision not to punt, uh, not to bunt, but they it cost them in the end. There was a little bit 
of sour grapes, I thought, in Vauder and Kennedy yesterday. Anyone jump on that? I'll play it next. You tell Interesting. Me. Interesting. You tell me if I'm reading too much into it. That's well, the word exactly that I'm looking let's, for. Let's listen together and let's okay. solve this little puzzle. I'm writing down the T's. Kennedy, <laughs> Vauder, next. All right, so I'm going to give the question for the context, and then you can hear the answer, and you guys tell me if I'm reading into this, okay? Let's let's do this thing. I felt like there was a little bit of sour grapes, but I also felt like Vauder righted herself well. But you tell me what you think. Also with the mm-hmm. coach jumping in late. Oh, I guess it would help if I... Everybody be patient. It. Hold on. Where's our technical... A virtue. Hey, this is so much easier in studio. Like, whenever something like this happens on the road or when I'm in a hotel room, I panic. I'm like, hold on. Hold on, Josh. I'm finding it. It's here somewhere. I can never find it and fix it. All right, here we go. A lot of pitchers have gone up against this lineup, and it's relentless, and they've talked about that. Um, you guys, again, have limited them more than most. What Still, what is it like to face a lineup like that where there's power even at the bottom of the lineup? Uh, yeah, I can start. So I think that, yeah, they make good adjustments. They're good hitters. Um, I think today, personally, I didn't have my best game, and I think you kind of have to have your best game against them. Um, but that being said, yeah, credits to Oklahoma, and, yeah, they're they're good. <laughs> Yeah, um, same thing. They're they're a really good team, good hitting team. But um, I know, like I didn't I didn't have my best game either. But I know um, next year we can come back and um, the story can be different. Okay, so the coach jumps in here, and I want you to hear that too. But I just I kind of feel like the whole hey I didn't have my best game when we're like I mean you're pretty good. Neither did the uh, (laughs) fifty before you either. Right. I mean I, I I guess so that might just be me. But here the coach jumps in. I'd like to add in before they leave because I'd like them both to hear me say this. Um, That's what makes them special. So it's not easy as a senior to come in and um, all of a sudden have your workload change just a little bit and to share the stage. And uh, that's what makes AV one of the most um, amazing women that I've ever been around. And um, the care that she takes of the entire pitching staff uh, sets the tone. And you can hear in her answer there. that's why we were able to do what we've done, and that's what makes our program what it is. And then, as far as Nija over here, um, walking away thinking there's something I can be better at. Uh, that is unique <laughs> and uh, uncommon. And I just, they are the backbone of our program, and I couldn't be more proud. Um, not just of them all year, uh, but their performance here and the people that they are. And I had a glimpse of it today. Please don't leave our program. Go somewhere else. But I feel I, – I don't think they're – you go to Stanford for a reason. You're going to Stanford. As long as you've got Kennedy, you ought to be shot. able to uh, – well, I'm, for Stanford, I would think instead of her entering the portal, as long as as long as long she's committed and the Stanford education's a, a big factor, which it should be, right? I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's a huge deal to get a Stanford uh, degree. But as long as she's there, Cardinals should be additive out of the portal. They shouldn't be worried about losing Kennedy. They should be worried about – who can we bring in? Do you do you know the story? Speaking of uh, opponents for the Sooners, again, Kennedy isn't twenty three years old, but there is somebody older in this women's college World Series. Did you know the star of last night's game for Florida State is twenty five years old? <laughs> Who's that? Which. 
I, I just I want to tell you right now, I strive for this. It's something I would like to be in life. 25 years old? 25 years old, but also 25 years old and still in college. And in fact, whenever whenever I was looking over the um, – oh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? The bio, I literally had to do like a triple take. You're like, wait a second. Did they mix something up here? Yeah, because I looked down and I saw – Graduate student 2023 for Bethany Keene. And I thought, makes sense in this COVID era. It's sure. fine. Then I saw a red shirt senior season 2022. Wait a minute. It seems a little bit odd. Um, then I saw red shirt senior season USF 2021. I'm like, a couple red shirt senior seasons there. Then I saw red shirt junior. USF 2020. Then, Josh, I saw redshirt sophomore USF 2019. I am not done yet. Sophomore 2018. Freshman 2017. Yes. The star for Florida State last night has been in college since 2017 and is 25 years old and is on about her third or fourth redshirt senior season. Seven years. Seven years. Oh, man. A lot of people go to college for seven years. Yeah, they call them doctors. Tommy, boy. (laughs) Tommy! Holy smokes. I don't know Bethany Keene's wizardry that she has over the eligibility. Got to have been an injury, right? Yeah. Oh, she has a medical redshirt year from 2022. Because she was injured in the 2022 season. And I think, yeah, 2018 was her redshirt season. So, she has COVID year. Redshirt year that she had before COVID-19. And medical hardship redshirt year. I mean, just bravo. (laughs) Way to go, yes. (laughs) I mean... If it's and I don't know what percentage her scholarship is, or even if she's on one, Destiny was telling us Destiny Martinez was telling us that she was actually an intern at USA Softball, but <laughs> Destiny said that was like three years ago, <laughs> That's and great. she and she was a senior then. It's one of the cool stories for master's State. degree. Beyond a master's degree, she might be a five-time doctorate by now. That's awesome. oh, but, but circling back, am I? On the Florida, on the Stanford cut. Am I wrong to think that sounds a little sour grapey? Or, and is it to be expected after a tough one like that? I think it's to be expected. Okay. Hot. It went extra innings. Your season just ended. You had a chance to go win the thing. Mm-hmm. And the question is about, hey, how good was that opponent you just played? Right. I mean, that's how Vodder is hearing it, right? Even though it was a fair question – and it is the best lineup they've seen, I think it's natural to deflect a little bit and say, yeah, well, also, I didn't have my best stuff either. Even though, honestly, I thought both Vodder and Kennedy were really good. Dang, man, that's not your best stuff. Kennedy made one mistake, and Oklahoma and T.R.A. Jennings made her pay. And that's really just – that says a lot about Oklahoma, too. 
someone from the 580 is challenging Nate for opinions here <laughs> on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text Something line. about the 580. Yeah, what, what's going on in the 580 this morning? Are we allowed to talk about the catcher's ridiculous makeup? Oh, it's not ridiculous. Apparently, it's awesome. I saw them talking about it nonstop on ESPN the other night. I know not of what you speak of. Uh, let's see here. And I don't think we're allowed to talk about that, no. Right, exactly. All right, quick break. When we come back, let's hit the best of the Kinnipemeyer Chevrolet text line. Oh, wait, hold on. I didn't. I forgot about this. Mr. Sports, I apologize. How dare I not see you there on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line. What's going on, Mr. Sports? Black, I'm just honored. He's getting ready to go to break and says, wait a minute. There's Mr. Sports. Yeah. You got to get this in, brother. <laughs> I'll tell you. You know, I just came back from the doctor on my last checkup on my knee replacement. And uh, I've got to tell you something kind of funny, Chris. I, I asked him, I said, so what is it that I'm not going to be able to do now that I used to could do? And he said, well, you're not going to play running back with the Sooners. And he said, you're not going to climb Mount Everest. But other than that, I'm going to give you 100%. Oh, that's not bad. I can live with that. That's a good prognostication. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll take it. You know, consider not too old to uh, do either one of those things anyway, but I thought that was kind of cool. Are you in pain, though, when you walk? Is it all good now? It's all good, yeah. Awesome. I, don't have, I don't have any problems whatsoever. It was, I, you know, I wrote Duck and Stock for 25 years. and That'll do it. You know, getting thrown off and thrown into you know, all kinds of stuff, and stomps and kicks and everything else. Well, this knee had been scoped about four times. And finally I went back, and he said, that's it, Steve. Can't do no more. you got to replace it. There's nothing else to scope. I put it off for four more years, Chris, <laughs> before I did it. You know, because mm. I did. I just thought, you know, am I going to just be totally handicapped after this? Even though i got a lot of friends and stuff right. that all got it done, and they've been great. I tell you, those guys over McBride, man, I got to take my hat off to them. They're they're the best in the best. Well, you congratulations! Know, I'm glad you're feeling better, Mister Sports. Mount Everest, here better. we come. <laughs> okay, real quickly, uh, Chris, this, how do you how do you intentionally walk one of the best hitters in the game to only face a lady that's getting ready to tie the record for the RBIs in the World Series? Just did. I, yeah, just did. Yeah. yeah, I just don't, you know, I don't get it. I I think, I thought that was a real coaching mistake right there. Not that I want to face Jada Coleman, don't get me wrong. But, you know, Kira was due. And and it was the perfect time. So, listen, guys, have a great day. And we'll see you next time. See you, Mr. Sports. See, I'm glad his knee is better. Yeah, I just wonder what those phone calls were like when he told all his buddies, hey, the whole Mount Everest expedition. It ain't happening, guys. Sorry. I did not have a problem with walking Jada to get to TRA. I give credit to DJ Sanchez, who brought it up right away. When Lyons was standing at third, DJ goes, I think you walk Jada here. I think you walk Jada. She has been the sooner that has hit Kennedy the best. Don't let what has been their best player beat you. Here's a here's a hitter that's looked really overmatched the entire game. Go get her. Should they have walked both? Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> because 
I mean, Kennedy had really done a good job. She tried to add the off speed a little bit more yesterday. I thought she was very, uh, DJ said, you can really tell everything kind of slows down whenever you see her throw the off speed, so it's not the most deceptive pitch. But still, you know, when you're sitting on 72, that's <laughs> that's hard even if it's deceptive, right? Yeah. Or not deceptive, I right. should say. Right, just the change, uh, change in speed and everything. All right, we got to take a break. I had this moment where I'm watching the highlights of the game, and I kind of felt like I was still calling the game, and I was like, wait, hold on, Jordy's about to pitch. We'll get to that in a bit. All right, we'll get to the best of the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line coming up next. Josh Helmer, I'm Chris Plank. It's Plank Show, back in studio, Buffalo Wild Wings studio, right here on the ref. This chair just, just dropped on me, baby. I can't get the damn thing back up. Yeah. Hold on. I brought everybody, a lot of gear to work today. Everybody be patient. Everybody calm down. We got to change our seat for the show. This is breaking news. Ted is a low rider in here. Oh, yeah. Like the chair is all the way down. And either I accidentally hit the lever or I'm getting too fat. One of those two. Yeah, the way that oh, he sits in there Oof. is like puzzling. This is nicer. To the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Uh, <laughs> a lot of really good stuff. This is from the 405. The three teams that I recall having 75-mile-an-hour pitching all failed to make the finals, Stanford, WashU, and Tennessee. I didn't. I saw Kennedy hit 75. They kept clocking the Tennessee girl, Carlin. Um, I'm blanking on her last name, the freshman. They kept clocking her at like 73, 74 on Saturday. See, it shows you that it's not all just throwing hard. Yeah, they love Ruby Malin, the freshman at Wash U. That's a good point. It's not how hard you throw. Two things that are breaking as we speak. Number one, the PGA Tour has merged in some way, shape, or form with Live Golf and the, the British Tour. What, what more have you learned about this? I will say there are some old clips making the round about the <laughs> about how the PGA Tour commission was talking about Liv. Oh, I mean, he looks like he got The players right. are finding out on social media, too, this morning. Yeah, it sounded like most didn't know that, that this was in the works, which behind the scenes probably you shouldn't have known that, <laughs> that this was in the works. But, uh, I mean, that th- this is why, Plank, when you're a commissioner, you have to be judicious about the types of public comments you make. Jay Monahan had many missteps along the way. Just, just being too open and honest about his feelings about mm-hmm. the situation. I mean, he, he should have said, hey, no comment, no comment, no comment. And then, lo and behold, he looks like a genius today when he works the merger. Instead, because of past comments he made along the way, he looks really bad. <laughs> the Shooter McGavin Twitter feed that's sometimes funny, sometimes really Hit not. Hit or miss. Yeah. But <laughs> – he just sent out a tweet showing when the NWO took over the broadcast stage at a WCW event. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, X-Pac, Eric Bischoff all chased him off the off the set. <laughs> and Shinobi Gavin tweets, Phil Mickelson at the next uh, – and the rest of Liv crashing the golf channel at the next PGA event. <laughs> oh, I know. It's going to be great. <laughs> I want to find this old audio. But apparently – uh, this is from Tron Crater, who is big-time golf analyst, I assume. He writes, 
This is exactly what was proposed four years ago to Monahan, and he refused to even have a conversation. The for-profit framework sitting on top of the nonprofit tour with a number of different offshoots, both with without Saudi funding. He needs to resign immediately. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I mean, he, he was terrible in all of this. Horrible. I can't wait to find that audio of him being like, yeah, you know, we got to be careful about this attack on the game and so on and so forth. The the only victory that he's gotten this is he's gonna get paid, right? Well, and he got the litigation off the table. I mean, this this removes any of any of the lawsuits back and forth. Uh, all right, back to the air of uh, Meyer Chevrolet text line four zero five six five one three four three nine, and of course, Riverwind Casino jackpot line four zero five three two nine nine thousand. 5808 writes, well played, Bethany Keene. Well played, signed Spencer Sanders. <laughs> Someone would give it, he's like, you're going to complain about that, not complain about Jason White? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm applauding it. Find a way to stay in college for six, seven years, get it paid for. You do you, man. It sucks once you get out for a while. I mean, bad. It's better. But, yeah, those first couple years out of college when you're broke, you got to work at the bottom of the rung, it sucks. All right, uh, from Guy. To the, uh, this is to the Stanford cut. We played it just last segment. Kennedy and Vaughter after the game talking about, well, we didn't have our best stuff today. Guy writes, I lost a little respect for them. Screw that they didn't get my best stuff. Screw that they didn't get my best stuff. That's what I'm saying. You know what you're, you know what? You're also lucky that Jada and Hanson and a couple others had an off day too. It's just everyone could say that after every every game they lose. I wasn't. It's at my frustrating bag. for Oklahoma that Nicole May didn't have her best stuff right in the <laughs> first know, inning, and then she in retired thirteen straight. Uh, from the four hundred five, the Sooner softball team is on the side of God. Oklahoma is the Bible Belt. Good always triumphs over evil. Devil worshippers hate us. <laughs> I know that you all will never put this on the air because you're afraid. But the truth is the truth. I agree. Amen. I think I missed a couple of other things in that. James in the White uh, – Jamie in White House. Is Jamie in the White House? Is – really? Or is that a city in Oklahoma that I'm not familiar with? Where are you from? White House, Oklahoma. <laughs> Blank the Michigan coach's tweet was unprofessional and sour grapes, and Sierra Romero's tweet about building a program was ridiculous. What do you think Patty has done? Those tweets are things poor losers say. Proud of this team's passion, Boomer. I saw Sid had a fire of a tweet last night. I started to retweet it, but I thought since she's a coach now, she might have to delete it in the morning, so I didn't. But I didn't see what Sierra Romero tweeted. And she you would say think, something. You would think, given that her younger sister played at OU, she'd have a different opinion on everything, but clearly not. Did Sid delete this? Let me see. For, oh, no, she did not. Well, she oh, shouldn't. There's no reason to delete it. Yeah. Sid writes, people hate on OU softball. We talk about breaking barriers and supporting women's sports, yet seeing people hate on this program is kind of crazy. But not surprised? Seems to me as if people are bitter and hateful because they just haven't been there like OU fans. Just be better. Sid from the top rope at 9 p.m. last night. I'm just, here's what I've decided to do. 
We'll still do the shout-outs on the broadcast. I am not getting on Twitter during softball games, nor am I looking at it after games. It's just... Or the day after that. Or the day after that. You know, and I might just quit social media altogether. If you... I get the winning, right? If like, gosh, I'm just tired of them winning. But if you can't like this team and what they're about, I don't know what to do for you. I just... If you're like, well, it's because they win all the time, I'd say, I get it. That Unfortunately, that is part of the stardom, though. I mean, it just it is what it is. Yeah, you're right. And if they can't attack you, guess what? They're going to attack somebody close to you. Seth in Piedmont with maybe my favorite text of the day. Saw someone call the OU softball players arrogant and not playing with any character. Safe to say I got into my first Twitter argument ever. I think, Seth, you and I saw the same tweet. I think that was the one where I was – let me show this. Tell him what's going on here. I'll show you. And then the the, the six one four. Almost everyone loves to hate a dynasty when it's not their team. They will, they will do or make up whatever they can to discredit and hate on them. Well, but again, let, let's pull back too. That's across the board and everything. Anytime your team gets beat, recruiting. Oh man, that guy signed with A and M. Dabble, they're cheating. Must have got the bag. <laughs> right. And there's always something. We lost uh, X player, Y player, whatever. Oh, my gosh. Of course we lost to them. They're, they're juicing. Yeah, everyone always has an excuse. All right, it is break time. Dude, this show is flying today. We should do this in studio every day. Uh, 405-651-3439. That's the Kenneth Meyer Chevrolet text line. Hit us up. It's Plank Show. Top five stories of the day coming up on the ref. It doesn't look like we – Overpromised for this segment, Josh. It doesn't look like we overpromised. Did I did I tease anything that you remember? No, I, I think uh, we're good on the paying off of the, of the teases. I got I got a tweet though before we get to true sooner that I wanted to to read to you. Uh, this is MJB who writes. I'm sad that more people are not upset about the golf merger because of the Saudi issue person in the U.S. holds responsible for for illegalities. How's that? I barely watch golf except to cheer for certain players, especially OU players, but I'm out. On the positive side, it was getting difficult to track who was on the live tour so as not to inadvertently support them. Now it's everybody. Yeah, it's going to be an issue the PGA has to massage in some way, and maybe there'll be people like MJB who's out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because of the the messiness of the yeah. Saudis as a partner? Yeah. True Sooner is patient, and he's next up. What's up, True? How are you? Uh, I wasn't that patient. I mean, it was like three minutes. Yeah, so well, you know, we owed you, you one. You, you're typically patient. <laughs> you, you timed it pretty well today. I'll give you that. I have to laugh a little bit when I hear these people griping about OU softball playing the games at the state at the at Oklahoma City. As an OU fan, I, I you know that I had a Texas fan on Twitter the other day say it's just not fair that we play this Big Twelve tournament and they get to go to mm. Oklahoma City on the top. I said, you realize we've been playing in football in the Cotton Bowl for a hundred years now. I mean, and these and and these other games, you know, these major national championship games that we played in football. How many times we played Miami in Miami? in the regular season on a national potential national championship type season or play them in the Orange Bowl or play Florida. I realize the Orange Bowl isn't close to Gainesville, but it's a lot closer than anywhere else. SEC teams in New Orleans. Yes, playing playing, playing LSU in their 
you know, 50 miles from their from their stadium. So I don't want to hear about how it's not fair that Oklahoma gets to play these games there. Well, and Oklahoma's earned the right for it to be "quote unquote" unfair. They've built the advantage. It wasn't. It wasn't just well, an advantage because it's in Oklahoma City. It's an advantage now because Oklahoma's been so good, and they've built this this massive, massive following. Where else are you going to play? If uh, where else are you going to draw twelve thousand people at? I mean, there's no other stadium that I know of. That I mean, I guess you could go to the Rose Bowl and put like a, a temporary fence up, and and you know hope that. You know, hope that that ten thousand people show up, but they're not going to show up out there, no matter where you play at. Here's the other thing: is if your thought is, well, it'd still show up in other schools' backyards if it was there, probably. But you know, go build it. You know, go make it happen. Go be proactive, well, like Oklahoma City was. I've never here's something here's something people don't talk about, Chris, is the fact that some of these people that I know personally have had season tickets to this. I, for lack of better terms, season tickets to this event for 20 years now. And th- those tickets are, are, are basically sold um, already before the, before the season even starts. You know what I mean? So, so those, those tickets, where else are you going to get 12,000 people sold tickets every year in and year out? You're not. Yeah. I, I true. We got to run. We're up yeah. against it, man. I will say it seems as if you're starting to get a little bit more of Hey, be better. They've they've lost in a championship game before. They've lost in a championship series before that. Well, it's like you talk about with the Pac-12 in cycles. The cycle is rip OU during the offseason, and then if you're Jim Schroeder, come around right before the championship series to say, oh, well, it's, you know, it's not just because of the fans. Right. Quick break. It's Plank Show. Top five next.